Well, welcome back to another episode of Streaming Without a Paddle. I'm Andrew. And I am Ted, and Merry Christmas season. It is upon it, us. It is, and I'm feeling it, Ted. I am. I, our family got a rescue kitten, and she has just brought a lot of joy to this household in the last month since she's been here, and now that Christmas is upon us and things are being pulled out. There's nothing there's nothing that says energy like a 14 week old kitten and uh, running around. So but yes, Merry Christmas. And uh, on that we are visiting Spirited starring Ryan Reynolds. I'm gonna back that up. Starring Will Farrell mm-hmm. and Ryan Reynolds. I'm gonna give credit where credit is due here. Yes. Um but they and are Octavia Spencer and Octo- Octavia Spencer, who Ted his uh, had the opportunity to work with. So there you go, which was a constant thought every time she popped up. I was like, oh, Ted knows her. Mm-hmm. Ted knows her. So anyway, it is on Apple TV. Get that out of the way, and uh, it is a Christmas show. It's a musical. It's a it. It is a it is a huge. When we sat down and we watched this, um, my wife goes, this is a musical? And I go, yeah, but I don't think it's like Mamma Mia musical. It's more like Grease musical. And then we got about 20 minutes into it and I go, I don't know where I heard that from, but this is Mamma Mia musical. Yeah, it's a full-blown musical. It's a full-blown, full-blown. So, but anyway, well, I, this is what I'll say about this Christmas show. It's a movie that just happens to take place or is based on the the Christmas time. I mean, it's it's Charles Dickens, uh, Dickinson uh, and um, Scrooge. You know that that uh, well, we can give that. We don't. That's not a giveaway. Yeah, you should just tell them what it's what you it's know, about. Charles Dickens. You know, it's it's uh, Christmas past, present, and future. And Charles Dickens and, and, is a character. And he is. That, in the, okay, so in this well, sort is. of Christmas world, all these dead people, ghosts, go work there. And once a year, they have to find a soul that they will, that's an evil person like Scrooge, and they yeah. redeem them. And Will they try Ferrell, to. Yeah, they try to. There's no guarantee. Yeah, there's no guarantee, <laughs> but they do a whole year of work. Getting prepped, and Will Ferrell has been doing this for a number of years. 200. Yeah, and he could retire. Yeah. That's how we start out in the first 15 minutes, but yeah. he doesn't really want to. Yeah, and, and and he really, really wants Ryan Reynolds' character. Yes. I mean, that wasn't even the assignment to begin with. Right. And I'm, I'm going to stop there on the spoiler on that, but... I don't look at this as a Christmas movie. I didn't look at Bill Murray and Scrooge as a Christmas movie. I mean, it just did not leave the, oh, I can't wait for next Christmas to fire this back up. It's mm-hmm. it's not Kurt Russell and... in Christmas say, Chronicles? Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. We love those. Those were great. And they are now pretty much a staple at Christmas time. Both of them. So... You know, uh, Polar Express, that is one that you come back to year after year. I've never yeah. seen that. You haven't. I'm going to watch it this year. You, you should. You should. It's, it's one of my favorites. And I hate the animation in it, but 
the story is just so wonderfully Christmas. It just, <laughs> that's it, why I didn't see it. The animation yeah. looks weird. And maybe that's what we should say because this story has been hashed over so many times yeah. in so many different ways. It just and it wasn't played as a Christmas thing per se. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they intentionally set out to make this an a a a Christmas tradition movie. I think they set out to really entertain people on an old story. Okay. I because I you know I couldn't I could not see it next year. But having said that, I'm going to go out and say. I really liked it. I really did. I really liked it. I liked it because it, one, was a whole new dimension of acting for Will and for Ryan. You know, the, the, the Green Lantern, the Deadpool, all those lines that Ryan, uh, um, Hitman's Bodyguard's uh, Hitman's bodyguard wife and all those movies. Ryan Reynolds plays a smartass. And everything is out of his mouth is sarcasm and little one-liner and, you know, boom, boom, boom. And he didn't, it was, it was, it was non-existent in this movie. And that was really refreshing to see Ryan Reynolds play a role where not every other sentence out of his mouth was a one-liner. And it was great. And Will Ferrell for, for his long as I can remember, he plays a dramatic role in this. Now, I did not see him in the, the, the movie where he plays the, the uh, psychiatrist. Oh, or, uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, I didn't see him in that, so, because I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan. But How are you not a Will Ferrell fan? I, I, you know, I liked him in the beginning. Because you don't it like was, the Talladega Nights. It, it was great. <laughs> well... I love Talladega Nights for what it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have, uh, you know, with my my background with NASCAR, so I thought that was well deserving. So, but you know, I I just he plays a very good dramatic role in this movie. Not to say they're not funny moments. There are there are tons of funny moments, mm-hmm. and but he plays them in a non Will Ferrell way and. It was great. It was refreshing. Ryan Reynolds and didn't have all the one-liners and the the dancing and the the singing and it was just you know it was great. It was it was entertaining. All right, I'm done. Ted's looking at me like my turn. Just letting you go, man. Do your thing. I um I watched all of the first three or four musical. I first of all, I think musicals are a bastard to, of acting they're awful like i i cannot stand a musical the only one i like is little shop of horrors and i like rocky horror picture show like right. once every five years i can't yeah, do it right. every year um so this is not Grease. for me mm. oh come on i mean it's just summer love and having a black great yeah, yeah well. it, it was- but i'm saying this is not for me right and so after i heard the three first musical numbers i just started I'd let him sing like a a paragraph or whatever a verse, right? And so I could comment on it on the show, and then I would just fast forward until they stopped singing, and then I'd watch. <laughs> so if you took all the musical wow. stuff out, I really enjoyed the movie. And you you only had about thirty minutes of viewing, if that's what yeah. you did. I mean, <laughs> I had about forty five minutes of a two hour and twenty minute. See, movie. I personally think 
life should be a musical at times. I, I'd love to see us all out there. I'm not out there. I'm not saying all those people that are doing the musical stuff are not way more talented performers than I, because they are. I can't do any of that, but I can lie straight to your face on camera and make you believe it. I mean, and and obviously Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell and Octavia Spencer and all those people are extremely good. Yeah, they're all good in the movie. The um, it was surprising that Will Ferrell could sing that well. But I just, I, I, I hate the dancing. I hate it. I hate when people are like, ah, we are so excited. We've got to dance. And it's just so just goofy. I can't suspend disbelief. I was just like, but I mean, the overall story, this was a different way to tell the Dickens classic. And I enjoyed it. And I liked how they it set the whole world up. And I loved Tracy Morgan, his death, or his ghost Christmas present. Or future. Future. He was great. Yeah. And the, I don't know her name, but the girl who played... He probably literally phoned it in. Yeah, literally. From his <laughs> from his house. In, in a, he's just in there. He was funny. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know the actress's name who played uh, Christmas um, Past, but she was great too. Oh, she was wonderful. Yeah. I, yeah. What was her name? I've I, seen her in a ton of stuff. She's great. I think she was... I think she was on Glow. Um... She was I, I loved I loved her. Again, I I love this movie. So Me too. The parts where they were acting. I this is what I this is this is what I told my wife when we finished watching it. I said my first comment after seeing I said, I wish I could have been a PA on that on that movie. That had to be a lot of fun putting that together. It just seems I like mean, every one of those dance numbers, those huge numbers with hundreds of people, took a week and a half to shoot. Oh, sure. But it it was a fun movie. I mean, you could just tell that the chemistry was between the two of them was was unbelievable. And uh, let's see here. I don't think they were running directly back to their trailers. I think they genuinely like each other. Oh, yeah. I, it, it came across that way. And yeah. that just that, you know, that again, I'm not saying that this is going to be a family tradition. Watch this movie, but it was highly entertaining as far as I'm concerned. And uh, I, I probably had a smile on my face the entire time while I watched it. And uh, music and numbers didn't bother me in the least um, because I was just really kind of blown away of how they executed it. Well, the first and, couple were good. And, uh, so, um, I thought the story was, you know, it was great. Um, I liked it. I enjoyed I liked it. I wanted to work. I, I, I did. I finished the movie and my first, my, my first words to my wife after we watched it, I wish I was a PA. I mean, I didn't want to do props. I didn't, you know, I would just want the lowest position on that crew so you could really actually enjoy it because if if you're you know doing props or effects or you get so bogged down mm-hmm. you, you know you've got a job to do so you're doing your job you miss certain things and but as a PA you're just standing there waiting for somebody to tap you on the shoulder if the camera's rolling um, and you know you get to enjoy m- more of it. That is, unless you know you're the designated 
PA runner and they stick you in a van yeah. and you have to Can go you get into, some coffee. Can you, know, you go pick this up? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I want to be a set PA. That's yeah. I should say that. That's like the worst thing is you always feel bad. They always come like, "Can I get you anything?" And it's like, "No, man. Craft service. I got it. It's okay. It's over there. You don't need to get me anything. Thank you, though." I yeah. I that's what I wanted to be. Was was a and I'm going to clarify that a set PA on this movie because you know it was fun to watch. There was so much to pick up on from a learning experience, and uh, it just had to be fun. It had I, to be I think fun. I think it, I'm sure it was fun to act in. Yeah, I mean I can't sing or dance, so I don't know. But it was it, it was. Have you tried? Yeah, I fail. I'm, I've <laughs> not done well at it. Um, yeah, I recommend it for people who love musicals and who like Christmas movies. See, I, I, I don't even think you have to like musicals to like this movie. I'm not a big musical guy myself. Did not care really that much for Mamma Mia. You know, hated you, it. you named you named off all the ones when, that I enjoyed. Rocky Horror Picture Show, and you're right, absolutely right. Every five years or so, it's a fun thing to watch, especially at you know, well, maybe every ten years now at my age because I've. I've seen it so many times, um, but uh, Grease will forever be probably my 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 most favorite. Here's my favorite musical: uh, uh, Tom Cruise, Julia Huff, uh, oh, Rock, Rock of Ages. That was awesome. Yeah, that's pretty fun. That was great. It was, that, was, okay. that was that's that is my favorite musical. I'll just I'll just say it right now. So. This is not my favorite musical, but this was a good movie. I'm not going to. I'm not going to have to watch it year after year. I got mm-hmm. my laughs in, and uh, I can't believe that you didn't. I said you know, I liked it. Really, <laughs> the 45 minute version that I watched right, was great. Right. <laughs> it was really tugged on my heartstrings right. and all these little things. I was feeling it. I. There you go. Just fast forward through all those musical numbers. Not the all hard of them. work. Not all of you, them. You, you, you. If they were, if any of them were sitting here right now, and they heard you say that you fast forward through all the all the musical parts of it, they go, "You fast forward through all the hard parts of the movie." Oh, I get it. Uh, <laughs> just, so I didn't fast forward through the first big number, right? Right, and I didn't fast forward through Ryan Reynolds' first big number at the conference. All impressive. Now, and then when Octavia sang, I didn't fast forward through that. Okay. And then when they went... Well, that was personal. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. Um, then when... It's like, I don't ever change a channel if there was ever a, a Jim Varney, Ernest P. Worrell commercial on. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Vern. It was personal. Yeah. Uh, um, I've worked with him. I didn't fast forward through uh, when they were in... England in the in whenever seventeen hundreds or whatever. Right. That's not really ruining anything. No. Uh, I didn't fast forward through that, and I didn't fast forward for the final musical number. But any of the other ones. Well, that was boom. a. And I'm not going to say what happens, but do not hang up on this movie until the end. Yeah. Until you start seeing credits roll, do not hang up. No, because it keeps going. You it think does. it ends like twice. It it uh, yeah no that was. All right, well, if you're in my camp, if you like listening to me and value my opinion of things, watch this movie, you'll enjoy it, and you don't need to fast forward to the musical numbers. They're not that long. I I think you should still watch it. I am with you on that. I'm just saying that I was like, there is so much singing. 
There was a lot. There's I mean, a lot. It's an aggressive amount of singing. It is. So I just had to fast forward through a good 45 minutes of it. But it's like I was on. I wasn't doing it like four times speed. I did it like double speed. So you could, I could still tell what was happening. I just didn't care to hear them sing. All right. Well, I I, I say enjoy the the dancing, the singing. Yeah, most people love it. Because well, you know, every time it started, I was just I think amazed. Now Will Ferrell, you, you know, you've seen glimpses of him and his talent and him being able to do that. But this was kind of a different role for Ryan Reynolds. And and it was just kind of mesmerizing to to see him. I actually at one point in the movie during during one of the numbers, I did turn to my wife and I said, "Now this just solidifies the fact that I want to see Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling in a movie together." Because Ryan Gosling, you know, you expect the dancing and the singing, and you know his his talents that deep. But this was different for Ryan Reynolds. And again, what did you think? What did you think about? Did you think it was a different, a different acting style, different character for him, for Ryan, and for Will? I, I it, thought, I thought, I thought there's a re- there's a really good joke that I laughed out loud on. Um, there's a point where Will Ferrell is uh, he's the ghost of Christmas pre- present. Well, he yeah, that's his. That was his main job. Yeah, that's his main job. But, there's but a, he had to, he had to step into the role of Christmas. He, past. he had to do a bunch of it. But there's yeah. a point where he can make himself seen by whoever he wants. And um, there's a point when he's at a a party in in the present Christmas that they're having yeah. at, at Ryan Reynolds' house, and a guy comes up dressed like Buddy the Elf, and Ryan Reynolds goes, "This is bubble." He goes, "You look stupid," and he goes, "What?" He's like, you look stupid. And he's like, don't talk to people like that. And he's like, well, he does. He looks stupid. I laughed so hard because <laughs> he just was committed. Um, I've seen Will Ferrell do stuff like this. Well, I haven't. So uh, I there's mean, some if, movies. If I have, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Yeah. He needs to do more dramatic type roles. Yeah, there's one more called Everything Must Go you should watch. It's a really good movie. He's an alcoholic. He keeps having... Failures, and so his wife, who's all, who's in the program, AA, uh, locks his stuff out of his house, and she moves or goes somewhere else, so he just sells everything on his front lawn. Okay. What's that called? Everything Must Go. Everything Must Go. All right. Yeah, and that's a dramatic movie. All right. Well, I, I was really impressed. Again, I, I'm, and I'll be honest with you all, because I think most people are this way. If you see a movie and you don't like the movie because of the taste that the lead or an actor in it left you with, mm-hmm. you know, you just kind of avoid those movies that they're in going down the road. You know, it, like Will Ferrell movies, you know, funny or die type of movies. Uh, I just, you know, once is enough. I mean, it's just like you're beating the same horse with me. You know, and and so I I tuned it out. I I, I just you know I, I get oh, it. It's you another Will Ferrell movie, and you know, and I'll be honest, I if it wasn't Christmas, and Ryan Reynolds wasn't in this movie, you just skipped it. I probably would have. I probably would have. And Ryan Reynolds was great. I, I think Ryan Reynolds is always great. I think um, without a question. Yeah, but he sometimes can really lean on that. All righty then, sort yeah. of like. 
Like you're right. His sarcasm is little one-liners. They get a little old sometimes. This is not. He's not sarcastic no. in this. He's very. He's very pragmatic. Is that the right way? Is that that's a good description? Yeah, he's yeah. just very like. You know, people. Some bad stuff has happened to him, and he's rich, and he just takes care of it, and it, yeah. Well, see, and that that I'm glad you brought that up because his character, because of his 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 upbringing, his life up to this point, mm-hmm. you know, was without giving anything away, was such a tragedy. I mean, it really. I mean, he had a hard life growing up and getting. He fought and, and, you know, he crossed over the line a couple of times and, you know, to get where he was, which in my mind gave his character permission to be sarcastic, to, to be abusive, you know, to, to have those one-liners. And it's not there. It's walked right over. I mean, it's just like, okay... Yeah, so because I mean, his his dialogue in this movie, it just it was crisp, it was storytelling, and it, it didn't have a lot of fillers in it. Yeah, so he was great. He was great. Um, and you and you have to wonder. I mean, you go into the situation where you have somebody like Ryan Reynolds, whose movies do possess his dialogue possesses a lot of one liners, mm-hmm. little quick snips. And then you've got Will Ferrell over here who does these movies whose actions are basically one-liners. You know, the things that he does in his movies. And and um, it, both of them were gone. And mm-hmm. you, you have to wonder, though, if, if, if because Ryan Reynolds uh, didn't have that to feed off of, you know? I think consciously he just probably didn't do it. I think he consciously was like, you know what? This character's dark and jaded and like I don't want to be doing my my shtick. I think he consciously did it. I think Will Ferrell So are you saying do you do you think do you think when they go in and this movie aside, a, a typical Ryan Reynolds movie, they go mm-hmm. into the process of developing the script with the idea of Ryan Reynolds being in it and putting in all these little one-liners, or do you think it becomes more of a, an, an ad lib situation on set with him where they, they just kind of, okay. It's an ad lib situation. You think so? I guarantee it is. I mean, I'm uh, sure that like in my experience, most of the time when you're doing something funny, they're like, Hey, if you can give us two that are on script, then you can kind of yeah, mess play. around. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And I think him and Will Ferrell probably did that a, a decent amount. Right. And we'll, I mean, we'll talk, touch sidebar, uh, Thor. Yeah. For, for love or... Love and thunder? Love and thunder, yeah. You know, they're just... I, th- I think they got into a scenario where they all read the script, and oh, what's the what's the director? Tika Watiti. T- yeah, and he would say, "Okay, we know what's supposed to transpire in this scene. Let's just do it. it. You know, let's let's just create it while we're here. You know, you read the script. You you understand what it's supposed to be. We're starting here at A, and we need to get to B by the end of this. Just do it. You know, because that movie was that that movie had a lot of." unscripted moments in it i think 
A lot of, lot of, you know, liberties taken. I think you can really tell. The more shots you see where they have to hold in a two while these two characters are doing dialogue, uh-huh. it's most likely they ad-libbed Dude. that chunk. And like that Ghostbusters, the, the all-female Ghostbusters. Yeah, didn't watch so it. So much of it's ad-libbed. And you can tell because they're locked in a two-shot with two very funny people and they and, can't cut. And how well did that do? <laughs> I think ad libbing. Okay, so and like love, love and know, thunder. Love, love and thunder is just not a good movie. It was not, and it, it's a, we've talked about it. it's a complete waste it of was, Christian Bale. It was yes, he was great in it, but it was like he was in it for seven and a half minutes. I, it, I've you know, staying off topic just one more time. I, I wanted Iron Man to come back after that movie. He was like, all right, dump the Thor. Thor's done anyway. He's he's not playing Thor anymore, is he? Yeah, I don't know. I read something the other day where, you know, he's had this awakening because he's got the Geno for potentially having Alzheimer's or dementia or something like what? that. What? Yeah. He has the Geno. Can you test that? He's Yeah. yeah they're doing this, this life adventure show for Disney+. Plus, and part of it was getting blood tests to see what, you know, I guess Geno's. I haven't seen it. I'm just speaking from how I, I interpreted things that I read. And... His his blood test came back where he apparently has this geno from both parents where, you know, dementia or Alzheimer's, one of the two, is, you know, there's a possibility because it's in him. Is that that's super genetic though, right? So like it's but, Alzheimer's is super genetic. I don't know. I, mean, I didn't go to med yeah, school. I don't either. I, I don't, nobody I, in my family's made, ever had Alzheimer's. I, I made movies. <laughs> yeah, I made movies. I don't, yeah, that's me too. I'm dumb as sh- I'm, I'm dumb, dumb, but I can uh, yeah, I, I can am. pretend. I can spit out some medical oh, jargon. I, I am so stupid that I, I can't even remember lines. So Ooh. I had to be on the other side. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes when they're like, they, you no, start doing lawyer speak or something, it's like, oh my gosh, this is killing me. I I can't I cannot do dialogue. I just can't. I just I have no retention. I have uh, uh, to remember words. Words really? have always been my failure, unless I'm typing them out. I can type out words and work through it, but I, other than that, names, dialogue, forget none it. None of that. None of that noise. None of it. I just, but I can, I can sit there and I can play a scene in my head how I want it to go down and type it out and put the words on paper and, but I can't, I can't remember them after I put them on the word on the paper. I can memorize most anything for about six hours like four pages for six hours to shoot that or even uh, 10 hours of shooting of it like yeah but i won't remember it the next day yeah I, my, that's I, why i don't do plays anymore because it's like you need to remember this 50 50 pages of stuff for like a month and i'm like i'm not doing that <laughs> i can't do that that's not that i don't want it i can't no i just i don't i can't i have no short-term memory i mean i can go meet somebody and they can say hey my name is fred and and uh you know, I turn around and go off into another part of the room, and I come back, and there's Fred standing there. I go, "Hey, Charlie!" You know, wow. Have, no, it's horrible. Man, it's, it's it's horrible. All right, everybody was, gets these blood tests to tell them what's wrong with them, and I'm like, I don't really want to do that. Well, you know, he 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 seemingly lives his life at a lot different dimension than than I do, and you know, he's really health conscious and. You know, he obviously he works out and 
you know, he cares about that. I really, I really don't. Yeah. I mean, I was excited this weekend. I found an alternative to Funyuns. <laughs> so, now I'm excited. It's not even close to the world. I mean, it was a happy dance moment. Wow. I, I know. I love Funyuns. They hate me, but because I've gotten older, but. You I, love yeah. a Funyun. Well, here's the thing about Funyuns, and this is the last sidebar. We're going back to Spirited. Funyuns are $5 a bag, and I can eat a bag of Funyuns in a single sitting because there's nothing in them in their air anyway. So consciously, I can't pay $5 for a bag. For air. For air. Yeah, with flavored air. That's exactly that. That gives you a little burn on the roof of your mouth from chewing on it because it's, you know, so rough. It's like sandpaper. So I just couldn't. And then I found this alternative and. It's a buck sixty-eight a bag. I'm happy. You're set. I am. I am. I mean, I looked. I went. I all right. Bought a bag. Going to try them out. Tried them out. Turned around. Got in the car. Drove back to the store. And there's me in my happy cart. <laughs> what? What is this? Loaded, alternative. Loaded. Loaded up. I'm not saying. I'll show you when you leave. But I'm okay. not. I'm not saying it because I don't want to create a shortage out there. Hey, hey, hey don't keep no, your secrets. No, it's you know I have. That's my luck in life. I I find something I like and I'll say it out loud and everybody will do it and then they're gone. Your your secret is safe with me. I mean it. I found a pair of and I'm going to say this just because of your your family relationship to this. My favorite pair of pants in my life was a pair of of cargo shorts or cargo pants made by Levi's. Okay. Mm -hmm. I loved them. And I told people about them and they all got them. And the next year they quit freaking making them. And I jinxed them. That's what I did. I jinxed them. <laughs> I so I'm not telling you about my, my Funyuns alternative. I, I I'll show it. you. I'll show you that. I'm not telling them. I'll, I'll show you the bag. You show me. Okay. But they're great. Anyway. Um, spirited. We both recommend it. Okay. Yes. And I highly recommend it. And don't expect, again, don't expect this to be a gather up the family at Christmas time and, and uh, you know, make this a tradition because it's not. It's not the Polar Express. It's it's not any of the, the old great animated movies that we all grew up, you know, with, uh, you know, Frosty and, and Rudolph. Rudolph, and it's not it's not that the Island of Misfit Toys. And I look at it this way, I even I told my wife when she because she was kind of down on it. I mean, she said she enjoyed it. She's like you. There you go. She's probably in your boat when it comes to this show. There's too much music. It's just simply no, that is all there is to it. She loves musicals. I know, but she loves musicals. It was almost like an opera <laughs> where they just don't stop singing. I think what it was was she went into this anticipating, oh, we're going to pick up another family tradition show. And it wasn't that. So that was, I think, her disappointment. But I clearly knew on the, first of all, a musical can't be a family holiday tradition. It just can't, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I love the music. I love the dancing. And... Um, and I'm a non-musical guy. Uh, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I also thought it was good. Yeah, but not really, really not good. Not really, really good. No, I will never really watch good. it again. 
I'll tell you. I'll tell you. That doesn't even qualify as good. No, there's plenty of good movies I don't want to watch again. Let me tell you a little underground Christmas movie starring Ryan Reynolds from 2005. It's called Just Friends. It's amazing. All right, it's a Christmas movie. Okay, I'll have to check that one. Was he sarcastic in it? Yeah, he yeah. What, what he has. <laughs> he yeah, was Ryan Reynolds, but you'll like. But it's the beginning of Ryan Reynolds. So it's uh, it, well, what, what it is like is that. him and Amy Smart. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Okay. Him and Amy Smart are best friends in high school, and it starts off with them in high school. Oh yes, I've he, seen this. Yeah, he's he's a big fat guy. Oh and he, the, yeah, music executive. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Goes that back movie. Home. Yeah. Anna uh, Anna Ferris is in it. Who is next level hilarious? Oh, that. unbelievable! Well, no, you know who stole the show was the guy who played his little brother. His little brother. Oh, oh my god, that guy's guy. <laughs> Christopher Marquette's that guy's name. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, he was hey. on Barry for a season. Oh my, yes, yes, I love Barry. Barry's great. Barry's great. And oh. The last season kind of. I haven't watched last season I, yet. It kind of is weird. Yeah. Now there did, was such a delay in it. I also though. did Williamstown with uh, Noho Hank. He's oh, really? a buddy of mine. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Anthony's a killer actor. I mean, obviously he's yeah. been nominated for Golden Gloves, but I mean, just besides that show, he's an amazing right. actor. Okay. Yeah. No, that was. But yeah, I didn't remember the title, but yes, I did see that. That was funny. But and that's the category this movie's in. It's a Christmas movie that's not a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's just a movie that happens to take place at Christmas. Yeah. You know, uh, you look back at Scrooged with Bill Murray. It, it was, a, it was a, a movie about Christmas, but it's not a Christmas movie. Agreed. So, but anyway. Wow. That wore me out. It was a lot. That was, that was a lot of unpacking there. Yep. Because I came into this kind of, you know, with your expression – that you were going to tear into this one. No. That you were. That you were going to be. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd rather watch Moonsters than. than this. No, 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 no. Christmas movies so. are like pizza. Even when it's not that good, it's still pretty good. It's still pizza. Yeah. Like, eight bit Christmas last year to me was exceptional, <laughs> because might not be to you, but because of right. the nostalgia of me coming up and growing up at the time when. A Nintendo was the greatest thing any 10-year-old could get. Yeah. So it's like, I watched stuff like that, and I was like, yeah, maybe this is just okay to other people, but to me, this is really, really good. So I recognize that this movie's done well, and it might be great to you, but to me, it's just okay, but it's still good. Yeah, I I thought it was good. I mean, really good. Really good. Did I say great? You said great. Did I? Mm Mm-hmm. Not really good? You said great. I think this movie's great. great. All right. It's it's on the low end of great. It's okay, really good. Yeah, fine. But anyway, all right. What are we doing next week? What are we watching this week for next week's we're, show? We're gonna do uh, the Christmas story, the new one, the the, uh, the Christmas story, a, a Christmas, Chris, a Christmas story, Christmas. Christmas. With Peter Billingsley, the uh, yes, I watched the trailer, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, um, the sequel. Now, it's not a remake. It's, no, it's a sequel. It's a sequel to the 1982... Uh-huh, and it's set in the 70s. The Christmas just, Story. That, the other one was set in the 50s. Right. So this is in the 70s. Great. Love, love period pieces. Love And that's sad to say that the 1970s is a period piece now. I had somebody check my ID at the grocery store yesterday. Uh-huh. 
because I was uh, buying um, my fiance some white claws because she had a long day at work. Uh huh. He goes, huh. 79 would have pegged you for 89, bud. Good work. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. And then I was like, I felt seen. Which, 79, when you said it out loud, I was like, oh. Which, why did you even card me if 89 was the magic number? That Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, this has been a fun episode. And again, and Ted's acting over here coming into this show. We, we do our best not to discuss anything. We come in cold. Uh, on on the personal side of things, we mm-hmm. might get little hints here and there from each other as we stare at each other yeah. as as things are getting set up. But we don't discuss these pro- these movies or series, whatever they may be. Yep. Before we sit down and we 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 share them with you, it's unvarnished feedback right from the get go. Yes, that's true. So, but Ted had me looped today because when we sat down. You know, and go, okay, we're doing spirited, and that look came on his face. I was like, "Uh oh, this is." <laughs> he thought it was bad, but he was wrong. And and yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I got defensive on spirit. In my opinion, that's not spirit. My opinion. Anyway, guys, we're glad you're with us. Tell your friends about the show. We uh, we have fun doing this. Yeah, I get. It's better than, than going into retirement as a greeter at Walmart. That's true. I hope this works out. <laughs> yeah. Something that I hope everybody listens. Yeah. So tell your friends to tune in every week, every Thursday. New episodes drop. So thank you for listening to Streaming Without a Paddle. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ted. Till next week. <laughs>